Hi, I'm Karina Bemisterfer, host of Morning Cup of Murder, your daily true crime podcast. Yes, you heard me right. Daily true crime. Every day, Morning Cup of Murder tells you a straightforward, short-form story about murder, true crime, cold cases, disappearances, serial killers, cults, and more. And I do that all in under 15 minutes. With over three years of stories and over 20 million downloads, the Morning Cup of Murder podcast has become a staple of so many people's daily routines. So why not add it to yours? Stream Morning Cup of Murder everywhere you listen to podcasts. And remember, stay safe. I'm Morgan Rector, host of the Human Monsters True Crime Podcast. Do you find life boring within the comfort zone? This is the right show for you. It will test your endurance. The offenders profiled are among the most inhumane. These people specialize in the unthinkable. Human Monsters, available wherever you get your podcasts. Scary Mysteries, Twisted News, TV show Cult Confession, and 1987 Cold Case of Darlene Crashock. Terrifying cases of true crimes and strange events. Every week, Twisted News dives into two mysterious and scary cases currently happening in our world. This week, we'll tackle a surprising development on the 1987 murder case of a female soldier named Darlene Crashock and the horrifying details of a TV show, Cult Confession. Get ready for Scary Mysteries, Twisted News. Number 1. 1987 murder of a female soldier, Darlene Crashock. A boon to law enforcement and a bane to criminals, the leaping development in forensic science has and will forever change the way we solve crimes. Sooner or later, some of the coldest and the most baffling unresolved cases will finally be cracked, and this story is yet another testament of how dedicated our police and investigators can be at finding justice. Darlene Crashock had a bright future ahead of her. She had just graduated high school and got recruited as a member of the 73rd Maintenance Unit at nearby Fort Carson, located in Fremont, Colorado. As expected of young people, Darlene and her group of military friends spent the night of March 16, 1987, drinking and dancing at a club named Shuffles, which was a famous watering hole in Colorado Springs. In the early morning hours the following day on March 17, a couple of Colorado Springs police officers who were doing their rounds then found the body of a female behind the Korean Club restaurant yet another popular hangout spot about a mile away from the aforementioned bar. Authorities later confirmed the deceased to be Crashock, and according to the records, she died of strangulation. The object used by the perpetrator was a wire hanger. From this item, investigators were able to extract DNA samples. However, considering the limitation of forensic technology during the time, This piece of evidence was of little use. That and the fact that there were virtually no leads to follow, 
Colorado Springs police were forced to put their work on the case on hold. It went cold, and that way it remained for almost 30 years. Nonetheless, though, there were still some initiatives done to ensure that the crime wouldn't go unsolved. For example, many times in the 2000s, investigators have been reopening and re-examining the details of the case. By doing so, new sets of eyes were able to look at the available pieces of evidence gathered from the crime scene, and they were also able to finally make use of the DNA samples previously collected. Just a few years back, these samples were submitted to genealogy research databases in hopes of finding a match. This is the same technique we've mentioned times before. It was used in capturing several criminal suspects who have been evading justice for ages. What investigators did in the Crashot case was to compare the DNA evidence recovered in 1987 against the data found on sites like 23andMe and Ancestry.com. Pouring through that information, they found a match among the relatives of a man named Michael White. After going through the people in this family tree, these same relatives pointed investigators in White's direction. To clear up any doubts, they took samples of his DNA from his recently discarded drinking cup and compared it to that of which was found in 1987, and it was a perfect match. They now have a suspect in the person of White who, as consequently revealed, had served in the U.S. Army from 1979 to 1998. He got far in the service, having attained the rank of Sergeant First Class. In 2019, authorities arrested the perpetrator at his home in Thornton, Colorado. He was 60 years old at the time. A couple of years after, in June of 2021, the court found the ex-military man guilty of murder. He was then sentenced to spend the remainder of his life in jail without the chance of parole for attacking, mutilating, and strangling Darlene Crashock to death. In latter interviews, White maintained his innocence, saying he didn't even know the victim. But, try as he might, the truth that science helped reveal cannot be disputed. Number 2. TV Show Cult Confession She's blonde, tall, beautiful, and bright. But behind it all, this woman had a horrific life story to tell. Ashley Freckleton was only 25 years old in 2018 when she met a friend that she described as a very charismatic person. They were in London back then when this friend invited the Australian-born woman to join a yoga school based in Romania. Even before that invitation, the young woman was so interested in the practice of yoga that she once considered even relocating to India. Nevertheless, she got convinced by that friend to instead try a European-based yoga school. In an interview, Freckleton revealed that she was promised that once she'd gotten to Romania, she would be working among yogis who taught real yoga. Freckleton, who was a speech pathologist, was convinced to take the proposition and a few months later, she bought a ticket to Romania. 
We can only imagine the excitement she felt arriving at what she thought to be the mecca of European yoga. But little did she know the horrors that awaited her. Upon arrival, the woman was made to take a vow of secrecy, whereby she would not speak of what she went through in the program. After that, she was told to strip naked while confessing her devotion to the leader of the school. His name was only referred to as him. As anyone in her situation would do, Breckleton knew that something was wrong. Her own body told her so. But she had already invested in the journey and she couldn't bring herself to abandon it. All she could do now was try to convince herself to let go of the doubt. She recalled, even though my body was telling me that this was wrong, I'm shaming myself thinking, it's your ego. You need to spiritually evolve. You've got to push through, keep going. And so it began. Over the course of her stay in Romania, she went through the most intriguing kind of yoga training. But what really bothered her was the fact that beside the spirituality training, she, along with others, were also given the duty of performing sexual acts with each other. This made her realize the school she was in was actually a sex cult. At the end of the training program, she was then sent to Paris. There, she was instructed to meet him, the master of the yoga school. She was then expected to engage in sexual activity with the leader, but she was no longer a fool and Freckleton refused the demand. She was told that she had to undergo the ritual, the last step of the initiation process, but because she declined, she was told that she'd become nothing but a woman who is stubborn, stupid, and superficial, unworthy of being a member in the school. Her adamant refusal ultimately brought her at odds with those whom she called family. But despite the pressure and her master's persuasions, she chose to remain sane and steadfast with her decision. When things got even worse, Freckleton decided to return home to Australia. It wasn't easy, though. She had to spend days negotiating her way out of the program, and eventually she managed to break free from their grasp. Back home, she suffered and had to deal with what she called the psychological trauma from her horrific experiences. She underwent therapy for it and has since begun to feel better. Now at 28 years old, the bachelorette is once again opening herself up to human connections other than those from her family and close friends. Just this year, she took part in an Australian reality show called The Bachelor Australia. We can't say for sure if we're safe from these kinds of schemes, but nevertheless, let this terrifying story serve as a cautionary tale that we should be aware of the people we're dealing with in life. As Freckleton later said, in moments where we later find ourselves lost, we should anchor our faith on the love and support of our family and friends, those who truly understand who we are. So there were two of the most shocking and intriguing stories around. The world can be a crazy place and Twisted News is always sure to show you why. If you guys enjoyed this video, then please subscribe and hit that notification bell. We have three new videos coming out every single week for you guys to check out. 
Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you soon. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.